in a world where Germany exists and they have video game stuff sometimes. That's right, you can turn to the Neon Pocket Dimension, um, a place where you could be nerdy all day long, all night long. It's kind of like a bag of holding, but for nerdiness. Um, because bags of holding, they don't judge you for anything, right? They're just, they, they just exist to contain things. I am Jacob. I'm here with the other two mofos that are always here. Uh, you know, love them both. We got Mr. Gage feeling a little under aye, the weather aye. there. I am, but I'm making it. We're, we're pushing through. My, that's my boy. He's, he's really grinding. He's really grinding. And we got, uh, we got boxcar Miguel over there. Mr. Miguel. Can never figure out his lighting. There you go. That looks better. The, this the our uh, resident neon pocket dimension Simpsons um, expert. I can call myself an expert, but yes, I am knowledgeable. <laughs> or, or uh, as I like to say, you like to put the spring in Springfield. I sure do. I think I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna keep that one forever. I think that's. That's that's a good, I think it's a great one. Yeah, yeah that's Amazing. great. No, no, no. The Spring in Springfield one is the... Uh, that's the Whorehouse. That's the Whorehouse episode. Like, yes. <laughs> which gives us one of the best gifts ever, uh, which I always love when I see that gift come uh, pop up in any kind of response. And it's uh, it's the Grandpa uh, Grandpa Simpson walking into the establishment, doing kind of a, a, a 360, putting his hat down, seeing his, his uh, grandson turning back around, grabbing the hat, and walking out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's a uh, great episode, man. That's a good one. It's anyway, one. Moving on. It's one. Of, it's one of the many that I remember. Well, I wouldn't say many, but I remember like quite a few. I, I think, including the alien one, because you know X Files and you know. Eh, I think we've Classic. talked about that. We already talked about that. And then you know who we all know the uh, what is it the uh, Treehouse of Horrors episodes. Um, yeah, those are those were always my favorite. I think that's those it. are always good for the most part. Um, all work and no play makes Homer a crazy boy. You could say we all have a little bit of Uter in all of us. <laughs> do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. Uter Broughton? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, Uter Uter Broughton. Yeah, hell yeah. And then the, the, also the one with the guy who, like, wants Homer's job, and he's, like, really smart, but he, like, has a shitty life and he ends up dying at the oh, end. Oh, Grimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank Grimes. Yeah. That's one of the best episodes of any show ever. You've been to the moon and, and Lollapalooza? Was, oh, you haven't? You haven't been? I mean, I feel like that episode is an indictment on, on every main character for any every sitcom ever. You know what I mean? Essentially. And it's just really funny. Um, getting on to what we do here, because, uh, you know, we need, to get, we need to get Gage out of here. He's not feeling so great today. Yeah, um, yeah there you go. Um, it's cool. That I don't, I don't got to use that mic. I don't got to use it. You know, I'm going to change. I'm going to change this after. Uh, just if, uh, before you give the housekeeping. Uh, yeah, I do have uh, the COVID finally got me. Oh Drag. no! Three long years. Yep, exactly. That's not a good one. <laughs> uh, three long years without it. I thought I was. I thought I was free. There you go. That's even better. I think. Yeah. But uh, but you know, no love. So uh, it had finally happened. So taking it easy as best i can but we still got some some good games news to talk about so i'm here for it so for some reason he's still here so let's respect his time and dive straight into what we like to call the wide new which stands for what you've been nerding out on um uh gage let's let's get you doing it first real quick you know what i'm saying i don't know how to sign gotta get out of the um 
Uh, Are we in the gang now? You, you, I think I just did it. W Y B. Fuck. It's hard to do it on the camera. And the first. Oh, oh. The first ASL podcast. I doubt that. I'm sure there's one. Please do not do not like lie to the public and then tell us your wife new thank you <laughs> all right um uh let's see i i was telling these guys earlier off air i was too sick to even play video games today i was bummed about it i'm hoping tomorrow can be my video game day mm. um so i haven't really been playing much i've been you know inching away at zelda and i've been um uh playing some halo season four still and doing all that um but oh and i played more of the wandering village that's a cool oh, game sweet um i've just i've just been like have one save file on that that's been slowly but surely like plugging away it's a great game it's fun it's just a nice little really mellow rts i'm playing on like the the lowest difficulty so there's like really low chance of failure it's kind of just like go through the the tech trees and you know learn how to like control your big monster that your whole city is on top of and stuff and it's cool it's a it's a cute little cozy game um the way i'm playing it right now i think you can play it on hardcore where it's like you know there's satisfaction levels of citizens and like the monster can get sick and there's like bad guys anyways i'm not doing that i'm just you know whatever. uh did you hear uh, about the airborne kingdom quickly which is kind of similar it's like but instead of on a monster's back it's a kingdom that's flying that's pretty in, cool in this, you know has Very like a, it's like an airship so like, it sounds almost like, like same premise you're just nice. you cool. know so check that out too. By the way, I like airships. I like Final Fantasy airships. So maybe mm-hmm. there's something there. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, speaking of RTS kind of vibes, and uh, Age of Empires Four. Just we'll talk about it in a second, maybe. But uh, just dropped oh, yeah. on Game Pass. I'm looking to get into that for sure. Um, see how it goes on on a gamepad on a controller. But my main thing why I'm new this this week is last night I watched the two episode premiere of Ahsoka. <laughs> um, we all know, I think, it, for all of us, I think in the last uh, little bit that we've had, been had pretty serious Marvel fatigue and some Star Wars fatigue, I think, as well. Um, I think Andor is like a standout Star Wars thing for me, like, period. In the, and oh. that happened semi-recently. But other than that, I think yeah. I've been pretty, like, Mando season three was kind of, I'm just, you know, I'm not expecting much from it, so it's okay. It's still fun to watch, but... Um, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not as invested in some of the other Star Wars stories happening as much, but uh, I will have to say, Ahsoka really was excellent. The first two episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I Star Wars Rebels is um, one of the most like underrated Star Wars things of the past. Hey, nice. Um, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. Did you watch <laughs> Rebels already? Yeah, and I really like Rebels, although I hate the art style. I really, really hate the art style of all the Filoni stuff. Clone Wars mm. also. I, I just feel like I know they just need a cheap and easy animation style and that it's like geared towards kids, but it just makes everything feel kitschy and cheap and yeah. um, low and budget, kitty, you know? It's very yeah. kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. I will say some of the writing in that show and some of the premises that happen and like the Darth Maul Obi-Wan uh Duel, the Ahsoka versus Anakin rebattle is insane, and like one of the more hype like lightsaber duels ever. Um, anyways, there's just some really good stuff. The space whales, gotta love space whales. Um, Chopper is a really good droid. There's like there's a lot of really good stuff about that show. I don't know and shit I'll about say, space whales, dude. And, 
you know about the space whales? I don't know shit about space whales. I just wanted so to say space that. space whales are, uh, they have a name. I'm forgetting on it right now. But they can essentially travel through hyperspace. They're, like, the only natural beings that can do it. Um, so, pseudo spoilers. I'm not going to, like, say the whole thing. In the end of Star Wars Rebels, nah. Grand, Admiral, Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra Miller. Some stuff. And there's some space whales. Whatever. So, Ahsoka, Ahsoka picks up literally, like... It's very much just a continuation of Rebels in a lot of ways. Um, uh, it takes into some of the Mando stuff because it's obviously after that too. Um, mm -hmm. Anyways, it's it's cool. It's a really uh, the acting's really good. The score is really excellent. The the action and the lightsaber battles have been mm -hmm. really cool. Uh, there's some really good characters, and so far it just feels really well written. And it's like, I don't know, I love it. I love it so far. Tight. Cool man. Cool. I, I need to get back to Rebels like I said I would. I have not. Um, I've not been feeling Star Wars recently, but you know it is what it is, and I think that's pretty cool though. I like that's why I liked the end of Mando season three. Um, I felt like it kind of wrapped up a bit of Clone Wars. Yeah, it did actually. Bo Katan stuff when I thought that was cool. Yeah, uh, nice. again, I like a lot of the stories and that have woven through all the Filoni stuff, and yeah. so I'm I'm stoked to see. Um, it's cool, and then this it sounds like Ahsoka is going to lead into this movie that Dave Filoni is doing and it sounds like that's going to be kind of like the big finale of all of this stuff and uh, I think if it has any sort of the same tone that we're getting in these first two episodes of Ahsoka we'll see how the series goes but um, I think it could be really cool cool definitely need to watch so uh, so it's two episodes in currently yes cool yeah there's a two episode premiere so there's two episodes oh okay uh, and I will say like nice. you probably you know you're going to get more out of the rebels or out of it if you've seen the rebels stuff because there's like a bunch of characters right off the bat they don't shy away from just immediately referencing tons of rebel stuff hmm. um but you could honestly watch like ign's like you know everything you need to know about ahsoka's like in 17 minutes or whatever it was actually i showed it to aishu before we watched it because she didn't watch rebels and like if you don't want to watch the show you could just do that <laughs> and it would it would catch you up pretty good <laughs> nice yeah. Um, I always hear it's good, so who knows? One day I'll probably watch it, and then I'll have a lot to watch. It's very like, like it's very like the the style of it is feels like it's like you know like a I don't know like a Disney afternoon show or something. But then, but then the episodes are randomly like pretty dark and really good. So you know, mm -hmm. cool. It's definitely what I heard. So, uh, Miguel, what you been doing out on, man? Um, God of War, Ragnarok. So, again, I still don't know where the fuck I am in the story, but, um... <laughs> is it, uh, is it, is there, certain... I'm sorry, is there, like, an hour count on your save file somewhere? Uh, there probably is. I haven't looked at it. Okay. Let's oh. put it that way. No worries. And, and I, I don't, I don't 100% trust it, because sometimes I fall asleep playing, and, like, it'll Same. be on the pause, and I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably counting up anyway, so, so I don't trust it. So, yeah. um, but so I'm not sure how far into it. I still having a really good time with it. Um, super cool. Uh, other than that, just hanging out with the kitty, um, doing that stuff. He's a monster. But uh, I did watch. This is gonna sound terrible. And why'd you watch it? But 90 Fiance UK. Oh, yes. cool. Fucking terrible. In a bad way, and like in a good way, but like, yeah. so I think I'm not gonna. I, I pretty much finished season one. I don't know if I'm gonna continue, but 
because uh-huh. uh, apparently one of the the couples they follow is completely fabricated all of it for the most part. Oh, what? Like totally fake? Yeah. Then I was like, oh, that's Bomber. fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, dude? And then uh, and then Sadie gave me spoilers as far as what happened to the other couples, so I kind of don't care. So well, season why would one, you... it was fun. Why? Uh, hello, Sadie. Why are you spoiling shit? She went. She can't wait, and she just went online and just checked everything. And I was like, "Just okay. want to watch it." Yeah, I'm gonna have <laughs> to. I'm sending her a mean text about that. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched that. Um, I've been watching lots of random movies after work. Like I put Collateral on yesterday. Huh. I love that movie. It's a pretty good movie. It's not bad. Like it's I mean, it's not great, movie? but I love it for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's it's. it's it's okay. Like I enjoy it for the most part. Uh, I watched that. We started watching. Uh, what was it? Um, the platform again. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's a Spanish movie. It's on Netflix. Came out in 2018, I believe. Hmm. Um, I don't I know. always. I don't know what this. I collateral always consider movies. the platform a good analogy for trickle down oh, economics. The platform. Yeah, I know. I know about the platform, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So, this is a good movie. I had already seen it before, but Sadie threw it on, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it, and we started watching that, and I've been watching X-Files. Just, that's like my show that I don't really want to pay attention. I throw it on because I've seen it so many times. Yeah, I just yeah, that was, our, that was our falling asleep show for a good long while there. Yep. So, mm-hmm. but any of that stuff, super cool if you haven't seen any of it, especially X-Files, I, I highly recommend. If you're interested, you watch the whole thing, even the, the yes. seasons that aren't great i agree so watch those and then yep. watch the new ones that came out later on fox which i believe are also streaming on hulu yeah you can watch all of that on hulu um in yeah. one in one like show clip i think both you know? movies are on there too i could be wrong about that though i don't know about that uh and i've actually only seen the first movie with the bees watch the second the one it's pretty good okay it, it's, 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 a, it's a good it's not a the good bees movie. I'm sorry. It's a good. It's a good episode. That. Yeah, not the beast. <laughs> That's another um, sample I need right there. I need to. You need to. I need to cue that up. Can I say yeah, that yeah. a lot? You definitely need that. <laughs> I say that a lot too. I I will say that constantly. <laughs> Great. Uh, um, oh yeah. Uh, you know what? Randomly, I watched the other night. I know it's not my wife new anymore. Sorry. But oh, you're good. Don't I, I, I never <laughs> seen the fugitive. I never seen the fugitive. I watched that. No. It's a good movie. No way. Really? I yeah, never. It was just a, for whatever reason, I hadn't I hadn't gotten around to it. Great, great. I Harrison saw Parker. that as an adult, uh-huh. having seen like the references on The Simpsons, and because you know, right. like, yeah. it's one of those movies that got referenced a lot. Oh yeah. And I watched. It, I go, this is really fucking good. It is. One arm man. He wasn't kidding. No, it's a dope ass movie. You it's a dope ass movie. Absolutely. You gotta watch that shit. Like that's yeah, a James, thing. James Earl Jones. Uh, Harrison Ford. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, really good oh god, he's so good in that. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. Also, U.S. Marshals. Yeah, U.S. Marshals. I never watched that, though. So, I mean, that one has um, Wesley Snipes in it and Tommy Lee Jones playing, like, the same fucking character <laughs> as yeah, a fugitive. It's funny. like he's literally the same character in both those movies. Yeah. It's like that one uh, Morgan Freeman movie, Along Came a Spider, which is a sequel mm-hmm. to something else, which I don't remember off the top of my head. I gotta watch that. Same universe. Oh, it's, cool. like how, it's like how it's like it's like a murder she wrote is technically in the Jaws universe. Yeah. Weird, weird stuff. What? Interesting. Yeah, and there's a lot. There's a long backstory. It's pretty much just because they were shot on the same lot, but they're like in the same fictional town. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, they have to be connected to uh, what's his to uh, Amblin then at that point. Maybe they're both Amblin joints, dude. Could be. Bot- Could be. A- yeah, Amblin sure. a- Amblin actually had its hand in a lot of cookie jars. Did you know that they're also responsible for Animaniacs and uh, Freakazoid? Do you know that you shit? You know, I think I think I recall yeah. like the it's Amblin wild. thing at the beginning of that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because it's all it's you know Steven Spielberg. Well, so, you know, yep. he's. I feel like people think like, oh, Steven Spielberg, he made some cool movies, but like, he's actually like a much bigger force than than I could have ever imagined. Uh, looking more into that, so. Oh, that's another movie I threw on Jurassic Park. The first one. God damn it! <laughs> Fucking it, it, movie. It's good. It's a movie. I will say, uh, the practical effects have aged well. Some of the CG that they used mm-hmm. is. Oh yeah. No, totally. No, but, but but overall, it's still a great movie. It's it's. Mm-hmm. Well, I, if you ever I'm, if if you ever want a quick 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 and easy but really good read, the Michael Crichton novel Jurassic Park is oh, really good. Oh yeah, absolutely need to read that. Um, totally. I mean, and uh, it, it's short. You could read it in like a weekend if you wanted to. He wrote yeah. he wrote like multiple theme park books too. Apparently, I don't read much. Oh. I need to read more. You know what I mean? I need to start by. Why. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a stack of books like this that I haven't touched. I need to f- keep meaning to, and I'm terrible. So yeah, uh, I, I was actually thinking about this. Uh, sorry, actually, Miguel, do you have anything else? No, no, I'm good. You can okay. You can start yours if you want. Uh, what have I been nerding out on? Uh, I've been thinking about this because I'm like, you know, when I'm kind of tired uh, before bed, I lay in bed and I'm like on my phone, or I might pull out the switch and like do a little bit of Zelda, you know. I could just fucking have a light on above me and just do a little reading, man. I still have the Junji Ito classic, uh, 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 swirl. Fuck with this. What's, uh, God damn it. What's it called? Uzumaki. Thank you. Uh, I really want to read that. It's so great graphic novel. It's, uh, oh, look, there's Sebastian in the background. So good, dude. Um, yeah. Uh, so from what I've read, I think I've read like the first full like chapter uh, it's fucking excellent. I can't wait to finish killing it. I also have like multiple collections of H.P. Lovecraft's novellas and stuff. Uh, a lot of which I've already listened to on um, like audiobook. But y'all know, like you know, reading something, there's something more there. You like, you actually retain stuff. You actually like purposely read the words on the page and try to imagine it rather than like. I just... feel like you're more um, reading. Actually reading it, you're more. Uh invested um, yeah. and you're actively paying attention right yeah. Whereas when you're listening to something or watching a show in the background you're not really paying attention yeah, yeah. or like even just doing chores or whatever or I, I'll, right. I'll listen to some audiobooks while i'm uh falling asleep a lot of times so we'll just put them on like on a little bluetooth speaker in the room and then like put a sleep timer on or whatever um but then i usually fall asleep like pretty early on and then i just have to rewind and then it takes like a year to get something yeah. But I, I actually just finished all the um, Lord of the Rings audiobooks, and uh, cool. they're really, really well done. There's music yeah. in the background and sound effects and, like, different characters mm-hmm. or different actors, and it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying audiobooks aren't great. Like, they still, like, serve a good purpose, you know what I mean? Like, while I'm working, it's it's not like I'm not paying attention, but I'm just saying, like, it's way more intimate, and you really are absorbing fully, like, all of what you're reading when you fully read it. So that's kind of why I want to go through and read, um, you know, all the HP Lovecraft stuff. But, but, uh, side note, I did read, um, um, a color out of space to joy, like 
you know, I just like read it to her over like the course of a few nights once before we watched the movie. That book, I mean, that story is excellent. It's so fucking good. Uh, it's my favorite H.P. Lovecraft story. But like, you know, so I have all those books. I need to read stuff. There's things I haven't read of his and whatnot. And then on top of that, like I have, I even have to finish like the Watchmen. I have that trade or whatever Ooh. that collection you know i need to finish that i, I used to read that it's good i'm so far behind on stuff you know i even have like some dc uh trade runs that i need to finish up so i think i'm gonna start doing that before I, uh, bed I, I allegedly uh illegally downloaded all of the berserk books hmm. onto my kindle nice uh, and i didn't i didn't check beforehand and they were all in italian <laughs> ah that's what you get you fucking thief. Now you gotta learn no no he's gotta learn italian now <laughs> yeah no, oh, okay just do a do a link of that shit and then no, babble i've heard a uh, lot of podcast uh advertisements for babble um okay get so babble we'll talk about you on here so here's my web new stuff uh i just got a list so i'm just gonna run through it battlefield 2042 sucks on pc and i'll never try to play it on pc again that is my statement it's over goodbye fuck you battlefield 2042 on pc but i will try it on xbox series x i bet it works just fine uh diablo 4 i hit level 50 with my uh poison druid still fun you know i feel like when i just need to like grab a controller kind of space out and just murder things for like hours it's it's just a good fucking time uh but i'm in the end game so i'm ready to kind of i think i have to hit 55 to do the nightmare dungeons so i'll, I'll keep pushing forward with that in between all the other hundred fucking games i'm playing halo infinite is fun still season four is great uh gauge we need to play together what the fuck yeah, let's do it actually god damn maybe it. uh maybe tomorrow maybe even later tonight if i'm feeling like it if you're alive later, then absolutely I'm down. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 continues to be amazing. Uh, I'm not even close to where people are in the game. I'm still in Chapter 1. I'm doing spider stuff. It's a lot of fun. Uh, like, in one encounter, I was having kind of a tough time. I had two spiders on a spider web, and I just attacked the spider web. They fell to their death. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of the fun shit we're talking about. Uh, Gundam oh, Update, which you all know, Gundam Update, at this point, just means anime update. Uh, you know, I still love Gundam. Uh, episode 116 of One Piece. That's my progress. Uh, we're still we're still chugging along. We're almost done with the. Uh, I'll. Uh, I can't fucking remember the, na- the name of the. There's like, there's like some Sand Kingdom. Anyway, I'm almost done with that. Uh, beyond stoked for uh, uh, Armor Core Six as reviews have it as high as my. Um, as, as, as high as possible. I'm not going to read that joke. That was just for Slack. It's very, I like it's that very vulgar. I, I did like it. It's very Inter- vulgar, interpersonal vulgar. communication. <laughs> I just wrote that in to see if someone would read it, and it was, it was supposed to be, be shock value. Anyway, it's coming out two days from now, with also, which also is Gage's birthday. Happy birthday, preemptively, my Good friend. Birthday. Happy birthday on the podcast. Um, how old are you going to be? 33. Look at you. Whoa. Getting up yep. there. Look at you. I'm a youngin. You're I'm getting a, old. But I'm getting old. You're getting no, old. No, you're, you're old, man. You're 33. Man. You're going to die, man. Calm down, Gage. Calm down. <laughs> wow, morbid. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. That's a, that's a joke. Um, and that's yeah, a, no, it's a good it's a good age. I'm, I'm into 33. I like it better than 32. Yeah. That's kind of whatever. Yeah, and before you know it, you'll be 36, and you'll be like, damn, I'm 36? I was going to say, before he knows it, he'll 36? be 36. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Big I'm time. Into it. I like getting older. It's cooler. It's Big just people can tell you less and less what to do and time. 
you know. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to work. That's how it's supposed to work. Uh, yeah. Um, we all gonna die. Oh, Mochi squeezes in the yeah. chat. Oh no, you are getting old. Lol. She's saying lol because she's not thirty-two. Um, okay, so that's my, all the live news. They're out of the way. Uh, we're about twenty-four minutes in. See, we're we're good. We're good. We're we're, we're great. Sp- great job. Oh, and um, great job. Uh, and uh, again, my soundboard didn't save, so I'm gonna have to re-add all the sounds. I'm just gonna play this one. French fry when you pizza, you're gonna have a bad time. Um, Definitely. So just remember that. <laughs> but there's Sebastian. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Hawk says, 32, you old fuck. Uh, that's the energy we want. We want to, we want to wallow we want. in our, our hatred and, and uh, sadness. Uh, anyway, Sebastian is super cute. He continues to be he super is. cute. And he was climbing the thing in the background earlier, so I hope you didn't miss it. If you did, rewind it. That's right. You might be watching this on YouTube. Well, guess what? You can watch this live at twitch.tv slash Neon Pocket Dimension. Subscribe to us. Or at least follow us. You know what I mean? And you could watch us live if you want to. Just throwing out a plug there. Uh, let's yeah. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. You can give us that sub for free. Dude, Cost you nothing. Cost Amazon some money. And and look at all these emotes. You know what I mean? Look at... Well, that that's a default one. But look at the emotes besides the PogChamp one. Those are some good ones. Maybe you're watching the the Twitch replay. I don't know. There you go. Enjoy it. Let's move on to the actual reason for the season. Uh, Y'all know that when these things happen, we talk about them. So we're talking about this one. We're not going to go into the full, actual, like, in-depth coverage that we typically do where I don't want to leave games out. I want to give every game its its due on this podcast, typically. But fuck that. This time, we're just going to talk about the stuff that we found interesting um, and that is Gamescom. Gamescom, it's actually still currently happening. Um, I think f- till tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's like three days or something. Excuse me, but they, they start everything out. It's it's in Germany. Let's, let's start there. So they have a thing called Opening Night Live that happens in America at 11 <laughs> in the morning. But it's nighttime in Germany, so that's why it's called Opening Night Live. Um and uh, that's already happened, so it's kind of like E3 or Summer Games Fest now or any of those kind of like Nintendo Direct-y type events, you know, Xbox Showcase, right? Um, so they, d- you know, they did the whole thing where, you know, they showed a bunch of games and whatnot. That's what we're covering, you know. In case you didn't know, we're covering that right now. Uh, Gage. One day, one day it's my dream to actually go to Germany and maybe we'll actually cover Gamescom. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe 2025, I think it might happen. I'm going to go see my wife's brother who lives in Vienna, not too far from there, mm-hmm. and then maybe go to Ger- Gamescom, hang out in if Europe. I, if I go to Germany, I want to go to, for Oktoberfest to be 100%. Same, <laughs> same. Tell you. Well, well, that is in September. That would be a long trip, but we could stay there for a month. <laughs> and I have to see my aunt while I'm there too, but that's fine. That's a different story. Yeah. Oktoberfest. <laughs> I hear it. I would love to go to Oktoberfest. Uh, in fact, I'm sure I we could get drink and drunk on beer without it being Oktoberfest. <laughs> no, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Costco. I bought uh, 24 of these uh, Warsteiner Marzins, aka Oktoberfest beer. Um, so it's pr- it's pretty good, you know. But um, oh yeah, uh, you know, um, 
I'll get a little personal here. Uh, my cat ain't doing so well, so I felt like I need a drink tonight. Oh. So we're gonna just do that and we'll move on. So, okay. Uh, Here's to their health. Gazoon type to be German. <laughs> uh, so yes, here we go. Uh, Gamescom opening night live, uh, hosted by Jeff Keighley. Does the Game Awards, uh, formerly of um, G4 TV and stuff. Ancient, awesome dude. Uh, uh, Mr. Hawk says I'll drink for the cat in about 20 minutes. My boy. Well, we're still going. We'll still be going in 20 minutes. So you know, you're cool. Um, all right. So let's let's go over what we got here. Uh, I'm just gonna hit play on the video, and then as we kind of go along, I'll skip around if I have to. So um, first things first. Uh, if you guys didn't know this, Gamescom is actually the uh, the biggest one of these game conventions in the entire world. Um, it's massive, uh, you know what I mean? Like their convention center area, I guess, is just like, like, like literally just big. It's a big space. Um, like 300,000 people come regularly. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. Pack a ton of people in there. Um, and, and what's always fun about these, they interview people and stuff. Like we got, uh, Phil Spencer on mm-hmm. mic talking about Starfield, which is coming up in, next week and, and, you know, things that have been said here and there. And so it's a good time, but there's Jeff Keighley in the background. Um, so yeah, uh, just, just quick, like, did we like this? Miguel, did you know about this? Did you watch any of this? I knew about it, but I did not watch any of it. Okay. As per usual. Yeah, right. Sorry, he'll be our, he'll be our man on the street. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're Miguel on the street. <laughs> and here we see them pulling the royal arm off, as is tradition. <laughs> as is tradition. And they gotta start eating the royal pudding with a ripped off arm. Now, now he's ripped her arms off and has started beating her, as is tradition. <laughs> anyway, moving uh, on. I fucking love. I fucking love. Uh, yeah, overall impressions. I, you know, I think um, uh-huh. Je- Jeff set some good expectations for this. He was coming out saying it's mostly about updates on existing games that we already know about, not too many announcements, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. I think because of that, I think that I I was going in with pretty much no expectations of like. You know, nothing too. I wasn't looking for anything in, too specific, mm-hmm. and because of that, I thought this was a good show. I thought it was in, enjoyable. Um, I thought there was some some cool, uh, not reveals, but some cool looks at stuff. This was um, cool. In Iman Iman Inan Zer playing the Starfield. Yeah, Inan Zer Inan playing the playing the Starfield soundtrack at the beginning. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. There was some cool stuff. There was some weird stuff, but uh, I think you know. As as per usual, Jeff always has to like sell some kind of bullshitty feeling ad games and like all the Hoyover <laughs> stuff in here and stuff like yeah. that, just to like pay the bills to do this open rent this big space and everything like that. So, um, I think for for considering all that has to happen and that's probably not going away, I think this was a pretty enjoyable show. And uh, yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a like a a low four out of five pockets. Um, you can say three point five. Because we do the point oh, fives say, here. Fuck yeah, I love point five systems. Yeah. Okay, I'll say three point five pockets. Uh, I I would I give it three point five too. Um, just because uh, there's some there's some cool moments. You know, just seeing uh, Enon Zer, whatever his name is, however you say it. Uh, I say Einan. That's probably wrong. Mm. Uh, no, I could be. I think it's Enon. Um, but anyway, just seeing him in person playing uh, the piano to like the Starfield music. And just just being a part of this is just hype, you know, because he's he really is a legendary composer. 
that's a lot of fun. But then there's just like some other cool stuff here that people didn't expect. Um, there's some stuff in there I don't care about. You know what I mean? And they do like their opening night live uh, like award stuff in here. That's kind of whatever. Uh, so you know, there's some dips. There's some okay things. Overall, like when I compare it to the Xbox showcase earlier this year, that being like almost a five out of five. You know what I mean? Um, I think that uh, this just wasn't fully there, but it's still good. So, you know, there yeah. we go. Um, so we kicked it off with Ein and Zer, uh, uh playing piano, and then we got this dope-ass Starfield live-action trailer that was super cool. Um, I, I just, it's great. Like, I mean, shit, could you imagine, like, a movie or something in this universe um, just from, like, this video alone? I think that would be super cool. Um, in fact, people have been comparing Starfield to The Expanse, like, um, mm. you know what I mean? Which which is great. It's a great uh, show and everything. But this is more of, like, more it's kind of closer to Star Trek in, in, like, the ways that it seems like the stories are being told. Like, explorers exploring the universe versus, like, you know, Gundam-style political intrigue that is The Expanse. But you could tell they are still influenced by that show in a lot of ways with, like, character hair hairstyles and stuff like that uh but just seeing this this trailer was super cool just had to get that out of the way yeah especially like the biomes that they're in and kind of like the the weird like base anomaly stuff that they're leaning into i bet you there's a lot to this game that we don't fully know about yet you know obviously we know a ton about the systems and and all that kind of stuff but i bet you there's gonna be some cool but there's the story lore-ish stuff happening you know and Mm -hmm. who knows i mean we haven't really seen any alien life stuff yet, but I would assume mm-hmm. that maybe that's kind of what they're hiding from us in the story. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, I mean it's it's coming soon. Um, if you pay the extra thirty five bucks, you can play it on the first. Otherwise, you have to wait till September sixth. So we'll see what's up with that. I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait. But gosh, I'm so excited. I like fully scheduled out with with my wife. Like, hey, this weekend that it comes out, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna be a bad husband and just play video games all weekend long. <laughs> Um, okay, cool that. now we're getting to the point of the show that was weird and awkward, and I'm just going to play the sound on this, so if I have to like silence it later, I will, but check it out. Access on Xbox and PC, well, I've been lucky enough to start playing it, don't be jealous, uh, I'm not allowed to say anything about it. Uh, yes, exactly. Alright, well guys, okay, thank you very much, thank you very much guys. Really disappointed. Boo. All right, so let's let's discuss what the fuck we just saw. Yes, those were uh, weird protesters, incel types, that rushed the stage and said things unintelligible. Uh, they've actually done that at another event as well. And all that guy was yelling about was Grand Theft Auto 6 or something, and just who knows. Super weird. But um, if you remember, this actually did also occur uh, during the, awards, uh, the Game Awards last year um some kid went up there and was like i dedicate this to bill clinton or something like that um and yeah, his reformed rabbi bill clinton yeah so there's like some there's like weird anti-semitic gamer weirdness um but like you know hey i give it to jeff Keeley for being like okay whatever like just kind of playing it off and then getting straight to it bringing uh you know todd howard out um but i you know here's the thing about this that's bad right what if that person had a knife or a gun or something people could yeah could have died. security was really slow security was really slow to get that stuff like happening you know like 
I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it definitely felt like the fact that those guys could get up to the point of touching Jeff Keighley, like, is probably not great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. And so, uh, and I actually said this, and then a whole bunch of people, other people said this as well. Like, I think that they need to put a fence around the stage at these events and, you know, bump up security because now people are heckling. You guys know about the trend of, like, uh, uh, entertainers and, like, performers and stuff getting, like, like people throwing like rocks at them and, and, and phones on stage. Like, you know, like, like the Cardi B incident, you know about that? Like when Cardi B was at like, I think Dre's nightclub here, someone threw their drink at her. And so she like started fighting with the guy. Like this has yeah. been happening a lot with uh, like live people in general. It's like a weird trend of like no respect for any kind of person on a stage that I, I just, I'm not cool with. So, if you're out there and you want to like protest things, whatever, like do it on the internet, but don't like fucking like touch these people. Don't fuck with these people. Don't hurt them. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, that's all I got to say about all this. Yeah, and it's kind of anti anti uh, to your whole thing to like buy a ticket and do all this stuff and then like just go there to be a shithead or whatever. And well, I mean, like, I, I would I would argue if had it been like a climate protest or something, I'd have been okay with that. That's different. <laughs> uh, well, that's the like thing about it. Uh, that's kind of stupid. That's the weird thing about this is like, like there's no real point. It felt like you're like, okay, yeah. what, is you, what are you accomplishing by this? No, almost nothing. But like, had it had it been something like, they go down there and they're protesting oil and they glue themselves to the floor. I know a lot of people don't like those people, but you know what? Good for you. <laughs> is the way I look at it. All right. At least attention on. Yeah, yeah, if it's putting attention on something that isn't being talked about or something like that, but yeah. uh, it's just it's just weird, uh, and and it just it's a put, right. the the bummer thing about it is it puts a damper on like the overall perception of gamer culture and stuff, which of course there is that there is that element of it, right? Uh-huh. But like, but it's just a it's a it's a drag when like that yeah. kind of stuff like becomes the talking point. I saw Mr. Hawks talking about how it, it was it was kind of good that this was kind of downplayed and no one really gave it a lot of wind or a lot of steam. Um, yeah, you know, like don't 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 ignite the trolls type of thing. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Um, that's the thing. Like uh, like like he said. Like yes, there was like slight media coverage quickly about it, and then we're just like those guys are fucking losers. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's just it, and then we're just you know, and I'm t- we're talking about it here because it it happened during this thing. And the Mochi Squeeze is saying also the Cardi B one. She asked people to splash her, so someone threw water at her. Okay, well that's her bad, but. I know I've heard, like, a lot of music artists, like, so-and-so got hit with the phone. So-and-so got hit with the brick. Like, people, like, I don't know what's going on, but hey, these concertgoers are, like, the, uh, throwing shit. singer of Nickelback with the rock? Yeah, I that's don't. fucked up. Hey, look, I might not <laughs> like their music, but, like, come on. They shouldn't have been what at the- that, that festival, but anyway. Look at this is, rock. I thought that was kind of funny. It's fucked up. Don't get me wrong. You're not wrong. But I laughed. Um, wow. You're, you know what? You're kind of fucked up, but it's cool. We're still friends. That's cool. Um, <laughs> all right. So moving on, um, I, I, I have s- certain ones that I uh, – certain things that I wanted to talk about. So sure. um, we'll, we'll just kind of s- skip ahead. So we got – well, all right. Number one, Little Nightmares 3 announcement. Dope. I played the first one. You guys play any of them? I played the I played the first one. Um, uh, I didn't play the second one, and then this one is like being developed by a Supermassive, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, but it looks cool. It looks like even a little bit 
the style switched up a little bit. It reminds me of mm-hmm. the movie I Am Number Nine, I think it's called, or just Number oh, Nine. Oh, yeah, yeah, Number Nine. Number Nine, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It gives me a little bit of that. Kind of, yeah. It's cool and creepy. Um, I hear that the second Little Nightmares is dope, but like again, I played through the first one. I loved every second of it. It's great. It was on Game Pass or Games of Gold or something. So, um, I, I recommend you play it if you can. And uh, this one's coming out and looks to be co-op. The other games weren't, so that's kind of cool. Um, moving on, we had oh, uh, Black Myth Wukong footage looked cool as Hell fuck. Yeah. Uh, Souls-like story of Sung Wukong, so you know Journey to the West with the uh, the story that uh, inspired the character of Goku. Um, you know, it's like the Monkey King stuff. Uh, it's also the uh, there's like a show on Disney Plus about this as well. Um, drawing a blank, it's called like Chinese Chinese American or something like that. Um, anyway, game looks cool. It's it's gonna be a Souls-like. Uh, this was something new that people didn't know about right here. Killing Floor 3. People like Killing Floors 1 and 2 as just kind of like dumb Steam shooters. Uh, to, you know, like co-op shooters with your friends. Is it, is it kind of doomy, but co-op? Um, I don't think it's doomy, but I don't know. Maybe to some degree it is kind of. It's just sort of like an arcade like, uh, you take... I think you go floor to floor and just kill like monsters with your friends, you know? So like to me, sounds like a good time. I know Justin's excited for it. The homie Justin. Uh, so, uh, who knows? Might end up snatching that up. And then this, this shit happened. We got, yeah. uh, age, age of four. Age of, drop. That's right. Age of empires four on console, finally coming out the day that this trailer came out. So, uh, it's already on console. It's already on game pass. Um, I like Age of Empires 4 a lot. Like, I think it's a fun game. People just aren't interested in playing real-time strategy games these days, it seems like. Because, like, everyone will be like, let's play Fortnite. But And they'll have Game Pass, but they won't, like, want to even try playing Age of Empires 4 with me. I, I would also argue that's kind of... Uh, the, it's almost like a different demographic of gamer at this point. It is, yeah. Right? I mean, like... Well, how I've said in the past, and I know this makes me sound bad, but like you got the jocks of the gaming world, and yeah. those are the people who generally play any of the esport games. Right, yeah, like, of course. And those are the people who would have made fun of you for playing a game like Age of <laughs> And And now they spend money on like two, like Laura Croft skins for Fortnite or play yeah. Call of Duty, but. Exactly. Anyway, point but is the console. Cool. Anyway, moving on. I'm sorry, the, the console version of this is out. So now, Gage, we can jump in together and have a good time. It's really, this game is hectic, like all RTSs. If you want to be good at it, you have to be able to, like, move around the map quickly and, like, click a bunch of different buildings to, like, make sure they're all producing stuff and getting all of your villagers to, like, harvest the right stuff at the right times. So clicking and dragging and and using a mouse, like, makes that very easy. So really interested to see how they make that work on console with the controller. And um, I'll jump through. I'll yeah. jump through the tutorial and see how it works. And mm-hmm. um, you can attach a keyboard and mouse to an Xbox. True. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'd end up doing that in my living room, but we'll see. Um, I love Age of Empires throughout history. You know, I played like two a lot, and the expansions, especially the Aztec expansion for that, and all that kind of stuff. I used to love those games, and so it's been oh, a while yeah. since I've played one. But I haven't played a lot of Civ, which I know is different. But um, what? Well, wait, Civ been... works pretty all right. You've been playing console. Civ. Yeah, on console. I've been playing Civ Six a lot. Bro, um, that's another game we could play. I love Civ Six. 
Hell yeah. Do you have to just face off against each other? Or no. Or can you be like allies? No, you could set it up where we're like on a team. Or you could set it up where everyone, you know, everyone against each other. But Everybody like, we self. could just yeah, like, yeah. we could just like come together in an alliance within the game too. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you can treaty. Treaty it up, you know? Yeah. Crusader Kings 3, same thing. So anyway, look, strategy games are fun. It's cool to see this on console, and it sounds promising that it, you know, Civ works on uh, console too. But with with Civ, it's turn based. To be fair, this game is not. It's real time. So I want to see what's up, and I would like to battle you one on one, both with the controller, both on Xbox. That'd be a fun ass stream. Let's fucking do it. That'd um, be good. That'd be really cool. We'll have to definitely yeah. get my gameplay too, so we can switch back and forth. But. And Miguel, all of the games we've discussed are also on PC Game Pass, if that interests you. Um, okay. Um, currently, no. But uh, yes, no, no, no problem. No problem. I am not, uh, <laughs> I'm not paying for a Game Pass. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Um, okay. So let's flip through the next few games. We'll do them quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Zack Snyder did Rebel Moon. We're not going to show footage of that because, who knows, they like to claim stuff. But I still haven't even seen the trailer. Gage, can you quickly talk about the trailer? Was it cool or was it not cool? It it, it looked like um like uh, edgy Star Wars kind of like there was lightsabers, but they were cussing and fucking girls and shit. And that's what it looked like. Cause great. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like edgy, edgy like yeah, edgy uh, Zack Snyder special effects Star Wars. So okay. So, cussing fucking Jedi, the, the movie, or what? Yeah, cussing fucking Jedi, the movie. Okay, I, you know what? I might be in on that, you know? It's not, It's going to be on Netflix. There's no barrier of entry there for me, so... I like, I like, I like 300 back in the day. 300 is oh, kick-ass. Wait, wait, it's a show? No, it's no, a movie. It's a, it's a two-movie event. There's uh, One's oh. coming out in December, the next one's coming out in, like, April. Oh, it's a movie. Oh. Oh, two yeah. movies. Yeah, and they're... And a, and a video game. They're making a video game, but, like, you know, that's way early in development, so... Um, We'll watch Very it. Interesting. We'll watch. It. I think but all Zach three of us. Can suck a, a big D. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like doesn't seem like it's gonna pan out. But we'll see. Hey, you know what? Uh, Just one man, one man's opinion. Hey, fair fair assessment. Don't worry. Um, okay, then we this got awesome. Then we got this game. Okay, so this is Crimson Desert. This is by the dev who makes uh, Black Desert, which is a one of those really grindy Korean MMO games. So, like, I thought this was just kind of, like, the sequel, like, another MMO. But it seems like it's actually a single-player game. So just check it out is. the footage of this. Um, this looks like one of the most wild, like, RPG-type games, action RPG-type games that, like, you could do a million things in. And the graphics look great. The crazy special effects look insane. Uh, the, you know, like, the fighting looks, like, fluid. I mean, much like Black Desert, the fighting is fluid. But, you know, it's, like, really, like... You gotta press. You gotta hit the same enemy like a million times, or it even plays itself. So th- like this seems like from I think I think this is Hoyoverse, right? Or no, this is Nexon. Oh, no, um, Nexon. Yeah, I believe. And Nexon. Uh, I can't remember the, the dev. Like publisher or developer is, but whatever that dev um, is. Pearl Abyss, maybe. Oh yeah, Pearl Abyss. Thank you. Um, this seems like the best Pearl Abyss game that we'll ever get. Uh, personally, it looks like uh, like a Witcher three ish. Uh, you know, it's got some Final Fantasy sixteen look to it. It's got like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I think it's it it looks really stylish and cool. I like the like destructible things in battle where you can like knock a tower over on someone and shit like that. And later help. in this trailer, you'll see he like 
Well, hot air balloons cool. Yeah. It turns into like a bunch of crows or something and like flies. Oh yeah. It's pretty rad. It's about to happen. Um trust me. But um what was the other thing? Yeah, you can hug a you can hug a cat and play a flute and you can fish. You could climb oh, walls. Crap. You know. Oh, what I mean? yeah, there's some some Assassin's Creed going on. I think you know Tame yeah. horses. Looks good, man. Yeah. I'm into it. From my point of view, honestly though, it uh just just vibe-wise and not exactly, but for some reason, it um it evokes Dragon's Dogma to me, only like mm. like times a million, <laughs> and also with like a lot of different like systems. So I don't know. This was kind of a stunner. Like I think everyone had seen. We've seen footage of this. It was just kind of brief combat footage, and I think everyone wrote it off as an MMO. But like this trailer, really just blew I think everyone away. So um, we just kind of had to take it. Conversation, have a little conversation about how we're like, yeah, needless, hey. needless to say, I'll be looking for more on this as it comes and see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I see you, single bro, in chat. How's it going, bro? Um, all right, so let's move on from Crimson Desert to Ice T introducing Payday 3. <laughs> I have that in my notes, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's saying, so let's put the, the closed captions on. Um, he says something like, you know, I know how to do a heist in my life, in real yeah. life. Here's how you do it in Payday 3. I, w- I was like, did you, did you do heists? I don't know that. <laughs> I, uh, I, was in the ch- I was in the chat, dude, uh, during Kind of Funny's like, co-stream of this, and I said heist T. I, I, I heard <laughs> I heard they were calling you out a few times. It was funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kept chatting the whole time. Um, um, so, yeah, that was really funny. Heist T, everyone. Um, but yeah, Payday 3 is, it's just more Payday. I hear it's not like revolutionary or different. I never play in Payday. It's going to be on Game Pass. So I'm 100% going to play this. I know a bunch of people who will play this with me. It'd probably be a fun one to jump in for co-op on some night. I'd rather yeah. eat a Payday personally, but that's just me. Dude, mm. same. Um, <laughs> I like Paydays. That, that Remember, that's candy the candy bar. bar that you are. Remember, we talked about this, I yeah, think, last right. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then we got um, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, they're speaking in, I think, Arabic, right, uh, during this trailer. So there's going to be an entire voice track of the game that can be subtitled with them speaking Arabic. And I think that's really cool and immersive. Um, Pretty and cool. I've also I read an article saying that like they do the um, like the uh, Muslim prayer like in the game. Like during the times that you, it would actually occur. So there's a lot. Like this seems like this game is full of culture, um, and it's a much shorter experience than like the hundred plus you know stuff we've been getting from Assassin's Creed. So I think this game is going to be good. Personally, I just don't know how many gamers are going to buy it. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at uh, with this. At this point, I would argue, where were they with the story? Did it get super convoluted? <laughs> More like water. Yeah, they, ba- they they backed way off of the uh, Abstergo stuff, um, and it kind of got fragmented. And then there's like this weird, like uh, they've been going into such ancient times that it's like the cult before the uh, Templars and all that kind of stuff. It's a little. Uh, I've lost the plot on it pretty hard, but so, so I mean, at this point, I'd I'd argue that why just just make another game that plays the same. But that's just me. I, I fell off of it to be 100 percent honest with you. So yeah, like I do. I do wish Assassin's Creed would kind of do a clean sweep and just be just the time periods and not yeah. have to worry about all the other stuff so much. Exactly. Like, 
Well, I think once the Ezio trilogy was done, or like really once Black Flag, I guess maybe like uh, dude, I just I. Yeah. The overarching story of Desmond and, and the Animus and the sci-fi stuff was sick. I loved it. So you too. know? Me too. But then, oh, good. rest in peace, Desmond. Spoiler alert, he fucking dies at the end of one of the games. And that's when they didn't know what to do with the story anymore. They're like, okay, Desmond's dead. Now let's write something. Let's just make it, you know, impactful. And they never could do it. Like, even with Assassin's Creed 4, I don't even, I don't think that that had anything to do with desmond i think they were trying to set up like a new base or something and then just from there it just like fell apart more and more and more and so it's like either reestablish an like an overarching plot uh or just ditch it you know like we're i'm with you so i don't just know just treat it like a final fantasy game it's yeah. a new it's a new uh, assassin's creed and yep. just another story yeah you don't have if you don't yeah. know how to treat the story then just ditch the story and stick with what you know what you can write right so yeah anyway so this is one of the lulls right here here's a, this is uh this german lady who's like you know part of the whole thing she's she was doing like announcements and and whatnot um so like you know which i get it's fine you know it's just like like watching it from america not at gamescom i just kind of was like just show me the trailers why is this two hours <laughs> Um, you know yeah, what I, mean? I mean, you know, it is kind of like the the problem with this is it does kind of function as like an almost um, like opening ceremony of the Olympics a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it is kind of like welcoming all the guests to Gamescom and stuff like that. So he actually is contracted by Gamescom to do this. It's not like his own production in the same way that mm-hmm. uh, you know that uh, Summer Games Fest and Game Awards is. So like he's got a you know he's probably at the whim of them yeah. a little bit with this type of programming, but you know. Hmm. Well, you know, they got to get their time in. It's fine. We understand everyone needs to put in their plugs. And, like, the award part is part of it, so it is what it is. But just, just saying, like, from, like, someone who's viewing it, how I feel. Uh, and then Mr. Hawks in the chat does say that in the later games, they delve into the history of things or whatever for Assassin's Creed. So I guess that's fine. But I'm just saying, like, I stopped playing the games because I stopped caring about the overarching story. But, like, the Desmond thing was cool. That's just where I'm coming from. Um, okay. I would, I would agree with that assessment. Would yeah. Uh, because, like, dude, you go back to Assassin's Creed 1, all of the parts when you're not the assassin were super cool. It felt like mystery stuff. There was, like, you could scan the room and look at weird, like, symbols and stuff. It was, like, tight as fuck. I don't know. I really like that kind of stuff. It's, like, the reason why everyone likes that one card game that came out a couple years ago that was an indie game. I'm um, drawing a blank on it. Do I have Steam open? I don't. But it's the game where it's like a card game, but it's not. And then like you gotta like try to break out of this room, but you're stuck in it. And there's all these weird puzzles. Thank you very much. It's like inscription. What makes inscription great isn't just that it's kind of a fun card game. It's all the weird shit happening around the card game. Like to me, that's what made Assassin's Creed special. Um, but that's just where I'm coming from. Holy. Uh, and yeah, I'll read your. Uh, I'll read what you're see. I see a big block of text in the chat, so we'll read that in a second. Um, okay, Tekken Eight, looks good. Everyone who's played it says it's amazing. This is a great year for fighting games. It's coming out next yeah, year. It's, yeah, it's coming out next year. But Evo next year mm-hmm. is going to be amazing. If I can make Fuck. it, I'm going to try and get to Vegas, and yes. we'll, we should go to Evo. All right. Well, I'm going to start practicing my Street Fighter Six, and you know we can enter. I'm, I'm not sure if Soul Calibur is eligible to enter in there, but that's the only fighting game I'm good at, so I'll, I'll, I'll enter one of those. Well, you better just get Tekken 8, dude, because that game will be out, and then they'll have it on there. 
Well, that's close. Yeah, I'm just, it's almost Soul Calibur. I guess it is. <laughs> I, yeah. Is it, though? I mean, kind of. For me, with Soul Calibur, it's all about the weapons, you know what I'm saying? No, and, I know, but it's still a 3D fighter on a 3D axis, right? So you just... It's funny. I just don't even on. really think about that, but I guess it's true. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, it, if I was to say, what's the next best Soul Calibur game? It's by the same devs, a game called Tekken. You know what I mean? Yep. So... You could try. True. True. You could try to play it. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, cool. I used to be good at Tekken back in the day. I used to fuck fuck with the. Who was the chick who did the the um, Krav Maga? Uh, what's it, no? What do you call it? Um, Ooh, the I don't Brazilian know. dance fighting. Oh, yeah, Ooh, I forget her name, but I know you're talking about. Me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's cool. Um, killed it with her back in the day. Tight. Um, okay, so yeah, Tekken Eight looking great. New mode sounds fun. Uh, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Then we got Modern Warfare 3, like the, a big, long mission uh, gameplay video. I don't care. I'm I sorry. don't care either. I wish Call of Duty didn't exist. Uh, all that being said... The gamer jocks are playing that. Anyway, moving on. What yeah. did you say? I said the gamer jocks are playing that. Moving on. No, they are. Moving on. They are. Um, and thank you for your input. Um, here's the thing, all right? <laughs> I would... I, all tonight. I like it. I would consider buying Modern Warfare 3 just to play with my only COD homies, right? But the thing that's funny about that is that, like, the person I the person I know, my friend, um, that has only been playing Modern Warfare 2 and, like, every Call of Duty is just at the point where he's sick and tired of it and thinks that this game is a money grab. So I was like, Ooh. oh, I'll get Modern Warfare 3. Maybe we can finally play games together. And he's like... Fuck Call of Duty. I'm done. They don't respect your time. They don't respect your wallet. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's done. So I'm like, maybe I'm not getting this game. And that's All fine. Points. I don't care. Uh, so let's move on to the next thing. Nightingale. Uh, I'm hyped on this one. I, I'm, uh, there's been a couple of trailers that intrigued me. I'm not the biggest survival guy ever, but I'm also not, not a survival guy. I like to try them out. I just don't mm-hmm. get super deep into them the way some people do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this this looks weird enough, and I like the creatures and the world, and um, yeah. it seems like it's I don't know. It seems like it's gonna be a, an interesting time, and I like the kind of like Victorian style mixed mm-hmm. with weird dinosaur shit. I'm, I'm about it. <laughs> yeah, premise of the game: it's dimensions and portals, and you like do the survival thing where you gotta like eat or you'll die, and you gotta build shelters and stuff. Um, so that I love survival games personally. Uh, I like to play them, but typically not alone, so I end up not playing them because no one will play them with me. Um, but we have played Valheim, and that's also a survival game, and I like that. So this could be kind of like Valheim, but like with guns and magic and like dimensions and stuff. So I don't know. To me, it looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm kind of sty- psyched for this. I'd like to try this out. Me too. Yeah, I'm about it. Uh, we got Grand Blue Fantasy, uh, something or other... Immortals of Avium, really? get out of here. Really? Zone Zero looks kind of cool. I'll give it that. Uh, Immortals of Avium is coming out kind of soon, and like the reviews, impressions I've heard aren't so great. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, it looks like it looks like one of those games you used to back in the day. You used to like rent at GameStop or rent for a weekend, that kind of thing. Yeah, Pretty generic. I, look, I'll, let me just say this: when I was a kid, I had this DOS game called Catacombs or something, Catacombs something. And you'd shoot, like, fireballs from your hand, and it was like Doom. But, like, instead of guns, you'd shoot fireballs. So I just think of that when I think of this game, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. But, like, everyone who's played it is like, eh, it's fine. So, like, 
games are seventy dollars. I'm not gonna spend seventy dollars on this. Is fine. You know what I mean? Zenless mostly zone. It's all, mostly it's the time. Mostly it's the time sink for me. I just don't have time for it. I feel that because you're old. <laughs> you're thirty-two. You fucking old fuck. He's going to be 33 years old. He doesn't, and he has a child. Whoa. Yeah, oh, that doubles your age. So you're like actually 60. You're going to be 66 soon, dude. Damn, that's old. Damn, I'm a a young and sexy 66. I'll take it. Old fuck. I'm just kidding. Um, I am the gilfs. I am the gilfs. Oh, you're gilfing. Um, Yeah, uh, you're definitely gilfing. So this is Zenless Zone Zero. Uh, looks like a pretty cool uh, HoYoVerse game. HoYoVerse is the people who make that um, that waifu game, that blessing. Genshin Adi- Impact. Yeah, Genshin Impact, and now Honkai Star Rail. So you know, yeah. I, I imagine this might be gotcha kind of, but like I don't know. All the footage I've seen of it looks pretty dope. You're like in a city, and you're like you know you're fighting people and stuff. So yeah, it's I don't got know. some Persona mixed with like some 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 action slasher. Mm-hmm. shit going on yeah and it yeah again it kind of takes place in like a tokyo type of thing like every fucking japanese game so um moving on honkai star rail got a thing genshin impact got a thing these are just like glorified uh like commercials uh yep then we got lords of the fallen yeah it's easy easy uh i am stoked for this game no one seems to care but i'm hella stoked it's like the next big souls game that's coming out um it just it really does evo- evoke like the feeling of Dark Souls over over like uh, an Elden Ring um, to me. Uh, but like what makes it interesting is that it's rendering two worlds at the same time, and you could peer into the other world with like a, a lamp. Or if you die, it shifts you to the other world, and they're like parallel, you know. So I don't know. Like it's gonna do the Dark Souls thing. There's gonna be builds. There's gonna be levels. Uh, you know, different ways to like take on the bosses and stuff, and like I think it's gonna be a fucking cool game. You know, so stoked for this. I think the only, I think the only reason <clears throat> why I maybe don't care quite as much yet is that I'm looking forward more. I think to Lies of P, which is coming out yeah. first, right? Um, and so I think I'll probably see that through before I start this one. So there's a good chance I don't get to this one until maybe next year or like late in the year December kind of thing right um, just because I just could gravitate a little bit more to the style of Bloodborne and then therefore mm-hmm. Lives of P but this game looks awesome it does look really cool and I like the dual world thing although I'm scared that it's going to be really fucking hard because the <laughs> idea with the dual world is when you die and you go into that under that dark world thing is that everyone immediately like it follows starts like coming for you yeah. and that like you only have so much time and you can like grind down there by like taking on these hard ass enemies but like it's a kind of risk reward thing because if you die there you actually die and lose all your souls and yeah yeah yeah. so um looks cool yep i i got some kind of flash freeze flame frame here on accident so uh that's kind of interesting uh i think it'll be cool like again you know liza p i'm also stoked for that but um i'm just not seeing a lot of hype for this game and yes i know you guys are hyped too but still um so let's move on to sonic adventures yeah. <laughs> okay. Why? Wait, why? Still get out of here with this! Get out of here with this kitty ass game, I dude! What? Like come on, man! You don't like 2D Sonic? It's like, come on, dude! Sonic. Um, I've never liked a single Sonic game I've ever played. Oh, okay, well, it's, you know what? Ouch. This is fucked up, man. This is some fucked up shit I'm hearing. Uh, number I mean, one I'm looks even, great. I'm number two. Let me be honest, though, Jacob. This is, it sounds like you're being triggered in some way. Number two. <laughs> You, you're not invited to the Sonic party. 
Number three, <laughs> number three, Miguel. It's on our uh, fantasy critics. So you better hope it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's <pretty> great. <laughs> I like the character and the attitude of Sonic. I like yeah, the cartoon yeah. back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, I think Sonic is better as like a idea than as as an actual game. I don't know. I, look, I my Sonic thoughts are 2D Sonics is the best Sonic, and so a new 2D Sonic. Uh, especially multiplayer one to me sounds like fun. So that's where I'm at. We'll move on. Sonic Frontiers got like a thing. It wasn't even a thing. It was just some sort of trailer that didn't really do anything. Whatever. Who fucking cares? We're going to skip that. And then we got First Descendants, which I wrote off at first because it's Nexon, because they're gotcha slash mobile developer. When I saw gameplay, I was like, oh, oh, oh. When there's, there's a free cool beta, whip, whippy thing, and like the suits look, look really cool. Yeah, whippy thing, yeah. and it, like first person shooter stuff in there. Look at that shit. Looks a, looks a little generic, but I think the gameplay looks rad. Dude, if Outriders was cool, this game will be cool. You know what I mean? Like that game looked generic too, technically, but it was fun. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's got a, it's got a free beta coming up. Anyone could jump in and try it. You know why the fuck cool. not? Um. Uh, Under the Waves trailer was next. Something I'm just not really, I don't know, um, yeah, not think, refining the trailer. Merit, but it has merit, and I think it's it's going to be a good like story narrative game. But I, I don't have time, unfortunately, and it's just doesn't, it's not quite grabbing me. Yeah, I call these Greg Miller ass games because they are like a game, like an indie game where you just like learn about someone's life, and then you like do stuff, and you like feel emotions. It's probably cool and all, but would I play it? Maybe on Game Pass, but like I got a million games to play, so maybe not. Um, exactly. Fort Solace got a thing. Roger Clark talked about um, Troy Baker's Troy butthole. Baker's butthole. Uh, yeah. We'll just move on from that. <laughs> it's it's true. The game apparently is not getting very good reviews. It's kind of yeah. a bummer. I thought it looked cool, but yeah, it's just another. It's like a sci-fi horror type of psychological game, I guess. Um, whatever. Uh, we got the Mud Runner game that I thought like the footage looked pretty cool, but like who knows if the game will be good. People like shit like this. Actually, wait, is this? They do. Oh yeah, this is it right here. See, um, I don't know. I think you just have to like manage your tires and like not get stuck in the mud. Like that's just the whole game. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of silly, isn't it? But it looks whatever. Graphically, it's a simulator, right? Graphically, it looks dope. People like their Sims. True. Um, the crew got a new trailer and everyone's like, we already got Forza Horizon 5 on Game Pass, so we don't care. I don't think that's fair. I think the game actually looks like it's probably going to be fun. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just that know. Forza is already so awesome and I put so much time into that and <laughs> yeah. I have all my car collection and it's like, why right. would I just play Forza? You want to start over in Hawaii? Yes, the game takes place in, Ho- place in Hawaii rather than Mexico. Uh, I think Mexico. it'll be good. I just hope people give it a chance. Okay, and then the real game that matters, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, (laughs) Phantom Liberty. Um, Looks fucking excellent. Sounds fucking excellent. They have, like, completely rehauled the whole game for this patch, this 2.0 patch, and they're going to add a full-on DLC to it. So I think everyone's like, is Cyberpunk finally, like, the game we wanted? Uh, I think we're getting that with this DLC. Yeah, I had. I, hey, let's go, Chooms, um, says Singer Bro. <laughs> I, here's the thing I loved my experience with Cyberpunk. It wasn't exactly the game that I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, it was less of a Bethesda style open world, do whatever you want, build your own character, and more of a like you're playing this person's story type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So once I kind of accepted that, 
I had more fun with it, and there's some cool stuff. But that being said, at the time, there was some things that were weird, like the wanted system was garbage. Yeah. Driving, I felt like, was not that great, even though that was, like, one of your main modes of transportation. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the, your outfits and not having transmog was yeah. really annoying, because, like, the whole point of cyberpunk is to look cool as fuck, yeah. fashion over function, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> um, and so, whatever. I just, I, those were things that I was always like what the fuck you got to get these right uh and mm-hmm. it seems like all of that's been overhauled even maybe yeah. since in the in between times mm-hmm. and then this is going to add a whole bunch of cool new shit plus the dlc looks cool um i'm gonna re-roll from the beginning and start fresh i think to play this uh i wholeheartedly agree with you buddy um and i already own it for the series x so i'll be playing this shit in 4k ready to rock dude can't wait to jump in start a new character or who knows continue to level up the one i do uh, I'm just curious what kind of new quick hacks do we have? What, what changes to the quick hacks? The skills, the skill and uh, the skill tree is completely re- reworked. So I'm very interested in what those changes are, like how things are better. And there's now a relic system. So uh, yeah, there's just so much in here, and I'm just really excited for uh, uh, CD Projekt Red to come come back from the abyss that they dug themselves into. Uh, Quickly, we got to talk about Stormgate, new faction. Um, this game looks like RTS awesomeness. Um, but the funniest part about this, like, first of all, you like Star- if you like the idea of Star Trek, or St- fuck, StarCraft, excuse me, StarCraft, the games, you know, StarCraft 2, all, all that stuff, real-time yeah. strategy. This, this game actually looks cool. If you look at footage for Stormgate and you like StarCraft and you like real-time strategies, just look up a video on Stormgate. Trust me, it looks pretty cool. Like, the promises are great. I want to see reviews to really know if it's worth it. The thing that made this particular Gamescom event for Stormgate funny is they were like, oh, yeah, and by the way, the Chainsmokers are writing songs for this uh for this game and like you could see that's, one of, that's where you got caught on the stream i remember he, that. yeah because like i called it out because like blessing was like talking over it and i was like what the chain smokers and so then in the chat i was like uh they talked over it but the chain smokers are making a a song and then they like stopped the stream and said like oh yeah by the way om jesus wants everyone to know the chain smokers and i was like look it's just weird okay I'm not like the biggest Chainsmokers fan, but I'm like this game, like this weird fucking RTS people don't even know about. Why are why are the fucking <laughs> why are, what does the Chainsmokers have to do with this? So I just thought um, that was a funny, was funny story. I was watching downstairs so um, on the living room TV, <laughs> and Aisha was Aisha was like making lunch, and she was like, "Oh, I'm Jesus!" When they when they called her name, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, he's in the chat." Yeah, you know, I love him. Love those guys. Uh, so yeah, uh, but I'm I'm stoked for the game. Uh, oh, and then we got the last Epoch, which is like a Diablo game. It actually looks kind of cool. Look into it. We won't spend time really talking about that. Um, Marvel Snap coming natively to PC. Um, that's huge for Snap fans. In fact, I might try fucking around with Snap on PC. Who knows? It's probably um, kind of fun to click and stuff and do it that way. You know, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, higher def uh, card variants, right? That's kind of yep. cool. This this animation was dope, by the way. So like, I recommend you watch it. Uh, we're not trying to watch the whole thing here. Uh, Armor Core Six was here for some reason. What was it? Yeah, just a quick like a commercial trailer kind of thing. Oh yeah, we got the launch trailer. We got a Warhaven trailer. That game's been in like open beta for six billion years. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then we finally we got the Mortal Kombat trailer. So let's let's talk about this for a sec. How cool was it? Was it like ultra cool, slightly cool? How how cool do you I think like, this was? This was like the Outworld trailer. So it was talking like all the Outworld characters and stuff, which I like. Yeah. Um, you know the characters they showed off. If this, I think this is like Shao Kahn, maybe. Um, it's it didn't like, actually say what it was. It's a different version of Shao Kahn. Like he's called like General Shao or something like that. Um, cause like they've rebooted the entire universe. Like, uh, Raiden isn't the God. Liu Kang is the God. And now Raiden is Liu Kang's type of character. And now like the Sub-Zero and Scorpion are like brothers or something. Um, so like everything's kind of different. Uh, this game is going to be incredible. The footage we saw, by the way, this is 18 plus here. Sorry about the gore. Um, uh, everything I'm seeing about this Mortal Kombat game is incredible. And, like, the fact that we have this coming, Tekken 8, we already have Street Fighter. It's just insane for fighting games. We also have the the game from the League of Legends devs coming out, the fighter. So, uh, if you're into fighting games, you're feasting. Uh, and this game in, is going to be really sick. Um, and this trailer just kind of shows that off. And, again, always love to see Ed Boon. Um, I would love to have a beer with Ed Boon. <laughs> And that's all I have to say about Mortal Kombat. Agreed. Um, yeah, I think this. I think this. The 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 atmospheres and the environments that they're fighting in look incredibly gorgeous. Cutscenes look really insane. And uh, I played Mortal Kombat 11 mostly just for its story. I didn't really. I don't think I played a single arcade match um, or online match. And it was awesome. It was totally enjoyable all the way through. And um, yeah, Nether Realm's doing really good stuff with uh, with fighting game storylines so that's cool yeah i feel like the writing from from nether realm is incredible and like these are really good stories and like these are like what you would think would be a bro game and it's it's like a deep compelling story which is really cool so yeah, yeah they, they lean into the case of it obviously like it's right. like kind of ridiculous like people are ripping people's spines out and shit but but <laughs> it, they they do it with enough tact that it's mm-hmm. not like it's not it's not just cheesy for like like unbeknownst to itself it's self-aware cheesy and it's good yeah uh i just love the stage of video games we're in where it's like we're not afraid to be what we should be you know in 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 terms of like what a game can be and like leaning into things rather than trying not to be things you know um or trying to be it's something come, specific it's come full circle where it was like it was like originally mortal Kombat was <laughs> yeah kind of shock and awe but truly revolutionary yeah then it got kind of like almost cringy because it was so like yeah kind of up in its own ass a little bit and now right. it seems to have come across the other side where they're like we're, let's just do this really really well um and also make a really fun game so you know very well put man um and yeah. i totally agree with that miguel what do you th- what do you think about this footage did you see that i did yeah what do you think of that is it sick or what i'm gonna be honest i probably wouldn't play it (laughs) you'd be like you just kill me and then i'm not having fun fuck this yeah exactly at least this chick's hair just went and replaced his arms and now she's like ripping him apart there's his spine wow look at that haunch of meat right there that is a carcass That's how um, it comes out. It just comes out one big piece. Yeah, it's yep. just one big old <laughs> chunk. Um, it's like gutting a fish. <laughs> then we got Aura History Untold. Just another 4X game like Civilization or you know any strategy game. But this looks really cool to me. It, it almost looks like the, the graphics of a SimCity or a City Skyline. But like, 
you know, I don't I, like a strategy game or a four X game. So interesting. Okay, I've I, heard I've heard that the 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 um, mm, onus of this game. I know modus operandi. I don't know that the the idea of this game is that actually you're you're trying to improve the environment oh. as opposed to build up on wow. top of it. Like, yeah, so it's actually like you're trying to like live in harmony with the planet rather than dominate it type of thing. You're only selling me more on this. Um, this is a Jacob-ass game, as I would put it. Uh, <laughs> I cannot wait for this, and yes, it'll be on Game Pass because this is a Microsoft-owned developer. Um, it is. Moving on, season four, or excuse me, Diablo four already has its season two trailer. Two. We're still going in season one, but it's going to be about vampires. The cool thing is, if you know her, Emoji Squeeze, I know you do. Uh, the voice of the main character slash uh, vampire slayer in season two is Gemma Chan, who is an Asian actress um, who's been in stuff like um, the uh, the Eternals. And I think uh, Crazy Rich Asian, Asians, and they actually brought yep. her out on stage during Gamescom to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm you know I'm part of video games now. I've never done a video game character." So there's Gemma Chan. I thought this was co- really cool, you know. Forget what else she's been into, but I saw her in something recently. I forget, but um, yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's great. And now she's gonna be a fucking. Well, where are you? With, where person. are you with Diablo? Do you think you're gonna continue to go into the seasons, or how are you feeling about that game? You can't stop me from playing Diablo, okay? Good. Because whenever I'm like staring at my con- computer or whatever, and I'm just like, I don't know what to play. I just grab my controller and I just start playing Diablo every time, because it's always like just a lot of fun to just kind of run through and murder, murder, murder. And, like, there's all sorts of classes and builds, and I've only now made two characters, so got to try all the classes. I'm probably going to do one class per uh, per season. season. So, and cool. and I know I know that, like, you know, watching all the dev interviews and stuff, so I, fireside chats, they're improving the game. So by season four, I think the game will be in its golden era. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it uh, seems like you've already gotten a lot of time and fun out of it, so I wouldn't yeah. say... Even though, like, some of the games as a service elements of it could we could be considered, like, you know, a little predatory or something like that, it still seems mm-hmm. like you already got a huge amount of time and, and fun out of the game. So, like, yeah, this is just extra endgame stuff on top of it, right? So Yeah, I've, I've beaten the game, and I, I like the story. So, like, at the end of the day, like, I, it was a great experience, and I, I just have fun playing in, in general. Um, hey, oh, hey. Yeah. And I'm enjoy it then. And I'm always ready to you squat up. So you know, one day you'll get it, and then we'll play together as well. Indeed. Uh, excuse me. And there's Rod Ferguson. So just saying that. Uh, and then the last couple of games we got Dustborn, which I'm not interested in. Another Greg Miller style narrative game with like a lot of systems. I don't know. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, it kind of reminded me of like a Road 96 with a combat system. Mm-hmm. I, I dropped off a of Road 96. It was an interesting. Uh, kind of narrative, uh, you know, kind of reminded me of like As Dusk Falls, but a little bit different. Um, mm. But this, like this, I'm I'm just not quite sure. This seems like it's trying to do a few too many things to me. Mm. There's this yeah. other game. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a right here. Uh, no, I think no. I'm talking about Dustborn. It was called Season, maybe that looked really oh. cool. It was like about riding around on a bike and documenting the end of the world or something like that. And it didn't oh. pan out apparently as much as people were saying. Um, so I don't think I'll play this. Anyway, there's just other games that I'd played before that one, I guess is what I'm saying. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And there's too many games to play like just whatever, right? Like these days. But I don't know what the fuck this game is called. But like look at this art style, it looks like Cartoon Network. I'm hella stoked. Uh for this one. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you think of this, Miguel? It's uh interesting. Look at I'd, I'd be curious. <laughs> I might play this. <laughs> see I see this over the sand game that we just looked at, and I'm like, yes. That looks like fun. I could see myself smoking a bunch of weed and just like sitting down, <laughs> fucking around with this weird game and just laughing the whole time. Um, it's pretty I, impressive, really. Like, like yeah. the, the world is so detailed. The animation is so good. It's like it's it's like how is this a video game? It's pretty wild. I mean, there, I think some of the gameplay is probably going to be kind of like Untitled Goosey or like you know kind of <laughs> right. kind of goofy. But like, <laughs> if it has charm and funny characters and it's the humor hits, I bet you it's going to be awesome. We're not even hearing like any audio, and I'm I'm beyond charmed. So, uh, totally. To- totally intrigued by this one, and uh, I will be wish Oh, there you go. Thank goodness you're here. I will be wishlisting the fuck out of this game. Uh, looks really cool to me. Um, and then finally, we got Alan Wake Two, um, a trailer. Uh, we're we're seeing the game really in action. Uh, the blending of the uh, real footage uh, films as well as like the gameplay and honestly like the graphics are so good it's hard for me to, it was hard for me to tell upon my first viewing like when I'm looking at a real actor and when I'm actually like looking at gameplay um, I, I honestly like Alan Wake 1 was like a super huge hit it doesn't super hold up these days um, although I believe the second game in the series does more I think um, but this game, I think it's going to be incredible. I think that everyone's going to love it. And it's coming out in October. So, Yeah, Control was like secretly like one of the best like, <sighs> Jedi games ever. You can like use the Force throughout that whole game, but it also shoot mm-hmm. stuff. Um, the narrative of Control didn't fully get there for me, but I loved the gameplay of it and the style of everything and the yeah. like, brutalist architecture and stuff. So the fact that this is leaning into like even more of the survival horror stuff and stuff i think it's gonna be a really good tone piece for sure and um Mm -hmm. i like the protagonist and the kind of dual campaign thing that you can do and Mm -hmm. yeah it'll probably be rad yeah if i was to recommend any video games to Mm -hmm. miguel it would be two remedy video games um it would be control 100 percent miguel if you've never played control please buy it for your ps5 as soon as possible uh and number two it'd probably be this game alan wake 2 um, just because, like, Remedy has been taking this sort of, like, kind of spooky slash X-Files turn with their games with the introduction of Control. And I just, it's, they're really special, and I really could see you enjoying the shit out of both of them, honestly. Yeah, yeah the, the X-Files, as, like, the, like, and oh, what do they call it? Like, the anomaly, uh, I forget what they call it, but, like, yeah, the... Like, it's, like, SCP. Something about yeah it's like the scp-ness like, of it they yeah. investigate all these weird um unexplainable events and like it, it's a it's a really cool premise for sure yeah if you know about scp i think i've told you about this miguel we've done this actually on the podcast before secure control protect um if yeah control did like it took like a ton of inspiration from those uh and like it, they've just built a game around it and so it's just really weird and cool um yeah so there you go. That was that was pretty much it, right? With Gamescom, uh, overall, like I, I feel like there's three point five is a fair, is a fair spot for this. Um, I guess I could say maybe a four because it's it's got some cool shit there, but I, I'm gonna stick with the three point five because when I was watching it live, like I just had a few moments where I was like, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I think when you compare it to like the like other showcases that we have around the gaming sphere, like we were talking about with Xbox's showcase last year, uh, previous PlayStation stuff in the past, um, I just feel like there hasn't been uh, like there's definitely been way higher stuff. So, so I maybe even put it lower in comparison to those things. But as compared to other opening night live stuff, I'd say this is one of the tightest and better shows, and you know all that. Um, yeah, I gotta wrap it up. I gotta go help with the baby. She's having a, a fit over here. Uh, all right. Do you have an endorsement you want to throw out real quick? Here, I'll endorse something. Um, I'm gonna endorse. Do 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 do. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna endorse. Uh. Damn it. I definitely did not bring anything. I will think about it real fast. Oh, how about this? How about Earl Grey tea? It's pretty good. I'm, I'm, I shouldn't be having any now. Earl it's 8.30 at night. Delicious. But That's it's so awesome. good. So Put a little honey in there, maybe a little milk if you're feeling a little frisky. And yeah, mm-hmm. Earl Grey rules. Sweet, man. All right. Well, you get out of here uh, and we'll figure out the rest. No worries. I'll, I'll leave, my, I'll leave my, my window up so that it okay. doesn't ruin your, your thing. Thanks. Um, I appreciate but I love that. You, I love you guys. Thanks for making this a shorter one. And yeah. uh, we'll be back next week with more Neon Pock Dimension. Yeah, feel better, bro. Love you guys. Peace. Love you, man. Uh, Miguel, do you have an endorsement prepared? Um, I don't have one prepared, but let's just do Dos Equis. <laughs> Perfect. It's great. You can make a good michelada out of it. Uh, yeah. And all that fun stuff. stuff. I love it. Or just Mexican beer in general. Cerveza. <laughs> Cervezas. Uh, yeah. My endorsement, we talked about it before, and I just want to like reiterate it, is Age of Empires 4. Uh, I feel like people should care about this game. It's fun. It's it's great. I would like to battle people out there. Um, if you want to battle me, uh, find me on everything as OMJesus. Um, and just, you know, you got Game Pass, try it. Now it's on console and everything. Like, I, I, I honestly, earlier today, I was, like, thinking, I was racking my brain for an endorsement. I was like, I never endorse video games. And I really wanted to just tell people out there, Age of Empires 4, it's a great game. It's, it's really a lot like Age of Empires 2, just better, just new, and ready for your time, man. And you learn a lot of history, actually, playing that game. The campaigns teach you real history. They show you, uh... They take a lot of uh, video of the real places of the battles that you're about to participate in. And they tell you, like, the story of, you know, historical, like, London stuff or, or, excuse me, London. English history of castles and kings and and French people and Mongolians and all sorts of crazy shit, man. So get out there play Age of Empires 4. Um, yeah. I think that's all we have this week, Miguel. Miguel. Yeah, and tacos. 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 I'm Fuck. gonna go eat some tacos. Fuck yeah, tacos. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna come over tomorrow. Meet oh, meet the right. cat. Yeah. 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 So pretty yeah. pretty excited. We'll take some pictures with uh, Sebastian and and put them on the fun. put them somewhere. We'll we'll tweet it out on our Neon Pocket Dimension page. If yeah, tweet them out. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna chat, follow us on Twitter, we're at. Uh, our uh, X, squad. X, x.com slash mpd squad i think still twitter no just call it twitter <sighs> just don't don't give in to just just look at the bottom of this just go to go to twitter at mpd squad yeah please please do Follow that there. Yeah. please you can see it at the bottom of the screen now 
YouTube Odd Valley, Odd Valley Studios. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At YouTube.com slash. There you go. Yeah, find all our content on there. We did, we actually had an Odd Valley last Friday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we I put it up yesterday, I think, or it may it may have gone live today. We talked about fitness with my cousin. This is a really fun episode. Check that okay. out. You know, do all the cool shit. Um, but uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, I think we'll be back to Tuesday. So be there, be square, 7 p.m. Twitch.tv slash Neon Pocket Convention. Say goodbye, Miguel. Goodbye, Miguel. Perfect. That's all, folks. Goodbye.